the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. All right, welcome. Welcome to the Source Podcast. I'm your host, Clemente de la Torre. Uh, my tag team partner, Juan Palomino, is out uh, again uh, today. But uh, super pinch hitter, um, Josh, our 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 producer, um, where we actually record, is his studio. So he's, uh, he's giving us his time as well. So thank you so much, uh, Josh, for being with us. I'm back. You're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Thanks, Juan. I'm the second uh, second week in a row I get to be on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so before we uh, we dive into the the hot topics, uh, what's going on in in uh, in our city, in our country, and everything else that's going on, right? Uh, we're still opening in- day. It was supposed to be opening day today oh, with man. your Dodger hat. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, uh, we we still uh, are in quarantine, right? Uh, with um, coronavirus, and um, you know, I I think that there's some there's some hope. Um, there's always hope, right? Yeah. Uh, but for for uh, for the people that are, you know, just watching the news and. And dreading everything that that's going on, um, we did hear that China, where all this kind of originated from, is it's going down. Yeah, not only is it going down, but they're going back to work and they're they're having some normality back yeah. in their lives, which is encouraging. That's encouraging because I'm seeing stuff that's saying that United States is headed for a really bad outbreak, which is kind of scary. And that could be the case. Could be. Right? It could be the case. Um, or it could be not. Or maybe it's not. You know? It's like, who do you believe, you know? Right, right. I, I saw, I, actually, one of my buddies, one of my really good friends, he posted a video on Facebook yesterday, and it went viral. I don't know if, oh, you, cool. I, I don't know if you saw it. It, yeah. was, it was the one where the army tanks oh, are, are yeah. going in. Through a, L.A. Yeah, downtown. Through, through L.A. That was your homie? On a train. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, look at this cut. Look at this blood. Or something like that. Look at all this shit cut. Or something like that. So, no, 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 no. He was. He, okay, that was a different one. I saw a different one. one. Okay. That was a different one. No, no. This guy, uh, this guy uh, he's a super cool dude, uh, but he was like, you know, unbelievable! I can't believe it. Uh, I mean, la- last time that I saw it was like seventy thousand views or something, wow. and you know, and like I-, I saw a couple of different things on like that, like eight thousand shares. On a like, friend of mine's a truck, or he used to be a truck driver, driving uh-huh. all across country, and he's like, "Dude, we see that all the time. They move stuff everywhere all the time, or could be getting ready for martial law. Who knows? <laughs> That's what he was thinking, right? Yeah. That, oh, it's happening, martial law, right? So everybody starts freaking out, and then everybody starts sharing it. But yeah, no, my my wife, I think I shared uh, uh, with you that uh, she is super um, almost uh, uh, obsessive about getting information, mm. right? And it it's it's a blessing, right? Uh you know, but it can yeah, also yeah. It could be overwhelming, too yeah. much overload. So, so she looked into all that, and then uh, yeah, she she was able to to find out that it's it's pretty normal around this time uh, mm. that they move in 
these uh, tanks and other military uh, vehicles. Yeah, moving them where? Like, like I don't. It's like, <laughs> like, what is what's going? Like moving them for another training, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little scary. But uh, anyhow, my, my, my sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. My, my wife's opposite. I was trying to watch the news this morning. I had on the Today Show, trying yeah. to drink my coffee, and she comes in and t- puts on. Uh, let's make a deal. Yeah, turn it off. Turn that <laughs> turn that garbage off. I mean, I think it's it's where are we getting our information from, right? Yeah. Right? You know, if you're if you're getting your information off of Facebook, it's you know, it's it's There's a good chance it might not be accurate. Right. Yeah. 100%. Um and then uh you know, depending on which which news channel you follow, you know, that could be more one-sided as well. So I would just I would just say like we've been saying, lean on prayer, right? Um, this is the moment, right? Everything happens for a reason. You know, God doesn't make any mistakes. You know, so as long as we understand that, that all this is part of God's plan, uh, then I feel that this is going to help bring us closer to him so we can rely more on prayer. And, and I talked about this on Facebook Prayer is not just something that we do on Sundays or at night when we put our kids to bed. Prayer is something that we should be doing constantly throughout the day, right? Anytime I'm I'm getting ready to record this show, anytime that I'm meeting with a a client, anytime that I'm going to have a a conversation with my kids, you know, with my wife, I ask God, I ask the Holy Spirit to be with me, right? And to remove any negative thoughts that are not uh, from him, remove them out of me. Right. And only fill me in with uh, with 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 positive thoughts. Right. Because yeah. because God is the light. God. God. God yeah. The- I mean, there's the scripture that says whatever is is p- pure, lovely, true, you know, like good things. Think on those things. It just came to my head. I can't I can't tell you where and where exactly where it is in the scriptures. I think it's uh, uh, first Corinthians something. Yeah. Uh, uh, but um, but yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely stay positive, guys. But I wanted to share with you guys a. Uh, a little, a little history of um, of uh, uh, your host, right? Myself, and uh, I was watching a documentary. I'm sorry, real quick. It was Philippians. Yeah, there it Philippians is. Philippians four eight. Four eight. Yeah. Now you got to read it, brother. Okay, you got to right, read it out. <laughs> sorry. All right. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I love I love uh, all those letters uh, from the Apostle Paul. Uh, that's awesome. So, um, uh, documentary switch, switching <laughs> it up a bit, right? Uh, there was a. Are you big on documentaries? Josh? I love them. Yeah. So I watched one uh, a couple of days ago called East Lake Meadows on PBS. East Lake Meadows. Was it on TV? Just yeah. Playing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was just scrolling by, and uh, and I happened to see it, and what, um, what attracted me to it was uh, East Lake Meadows is government housing, hmm. aka projects. The projects, right? So these uh, projects are in Atlanta, or were in Atlanta. I'm sorry, and it they it talks about how um, it was almost a socialism. Um, a movement that was going on to help uh, poor or low-income families mm-hmm. have some stable 
uh, housing, mm. right? Uh, and it just goes into into detail of how it started off with good intentions, but lack of funding, right? These apartments were roach infested. Mm. They were run down, leaks, sewer uh, uh, spillage mm. everywhere. Yeah. Just the most horrible of horrible environments uh, to live and to raise kids in, right? And I started getting into it, and it really hit home because I grew up in the projects, not- Pacoima Projects? Pacoima Projects, also known as the San, San Fernando, Fernando Gardens. Gardens. Yep. So it wasn't East Lake Meadows in in uh, Atlanta, but My it was- My dad grew up there, too. It was here in L.A. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I did not know that. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, when they were real little. I could be wrong, but I know he mentioned that. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll confirm. <laughs> so 1985 is when I arrived to the San Fernando Gardens, right? I was a, I was a youngling, right? I was six years old, uh, fresh from Mexico, right? And we landed there. And all the way up through 1998, so that's 13 years mm. of my childhood and adolescence, right? So when I say that I grew up in that environment, I grew up in that environment. There, you know, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. there for a year or two. And it wasn't like me. Like my grandmother used to live in Astoria Gardens, and I used to always say, "Yeah, I kind of grew up there because we were always at her house." Sure. The projects. Okay. Astoria Gardens. That's Silmar. Silmar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that that was projects too. Yeah, okay. It's projects. Okay. So, uh, so let me paint the picture for our audience. Right. Late '80s, early '90s. Um, you talk about gun, uh, gangs. It was hot. Drugs. It was hot back then. Guns. Right. Yeah. Um. Almost a drive-bys, a cesspool of violence. Like if you think of the wrong environment to grow to to have your your kids grow up, this is it. This is it. Um, this is, and you know what? We all have a choice in life. I know sometimes it feels like we don't like mm -hmm. like we don't have a choice, right? Um, you know, some, some of us, it's how we were raised, right? Uh, some of us were, uh, are from a broken family. Some of us grew up in poverty. Some of us did not grow up in poverty. Some of us grew up, you know, with a silver spoon in our mouth, but with absentee parents, right? Mm -hmm. Which can be detrimental Absol on, on a child's, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. uh, upbringing as well. Some of us grew up with love, you know, um, either from one parent parent or from both. Right. So everybody has these circumstances. Right. What makes what makes us right. Mm -hmm. Our backgrounds. Um, but I believe that God gives all of us free will, an opportunity to choose between right and wrong, no matter of what the circumstances are in your life. Right. So. So fast forward to to where. um you know, I'm I'm thinking maybe early early nineties, 
1992, 93, I have uh, uh, my best friend. My best friend growing up, he moved in and he was right around my age. And we used to hang out every day, day and night, playing marbles, <laughs> uh, playing Pugs. Pogs, wrestling, <laughs> you name it, right? Um, Ding dong ditch. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were two peas in a pod, mm-hmm. right? And um, and then I also had another best friend that was a little bit older. He's actually still one of my best friends. Both of them have the same name, right? Uh, so we called one of them Little Moy, right? That which was the guy that was that was my age. So Moy is short for Moses. Mm. And and then and then boy, which which is one of my best friends still, uh, he was about five years older than us. So he was the one that was always mm-hmm. kind of coaching us up and yeah. putting us up on game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing you the ropes <laughs> on everything and everything, and everything. Right. Uh, so so we grew up this way. Right. And living in that environment, Josh. It can be brutal it can be detrimental right you see it's survival right survival of the fittest in a way absolutely absolutely and and the uh the the violence and and the drug abuse it's rampant it's it's not like it's the one-off right it's it's rare if your kids or your brothers or your sisters are not part of the gang Mm. right there's you know you're Mm -hmm. the you're the you're the the one-off right and I think being in being part of that whole of that whole environment, that whole uh, lifestyle, there's some honor to it, right? There's some family mm-hmm. uh, where you know you you have people that care about you, right? Um, there is, um, I'm sure that a lot of a lot of the members, you know, try to do good for others as well, protect one another so there's right. a there's a certain code there is an element of of yeah of honoring code right especially if you're in a broken family where yeah. a father figure is not there then some of the the older guys kind of tend to take on right. that 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 father role for you and kind of teach you how to be tough and yeah. how to you know and learn loyalty and things like that right right yeah. right uh so i can see how it can be appealing as a as a kid trying to figure things out right and usually the move is made right around your adolescence right 12 13 uh 14 is when you make a decision you can go to the right or you can go to the left right right right. so i made a decision to go to the right so i uh i hooked up with a with another buddy and we went LAPD Explorer program. Uh, hats off to all the police officers, all the volunteers that um, that help troubled youth or youth in in, in general, right? Um, live a more disciplined lifestyle. So from the age of 13, 14, 15, 16, I was part of that program. And I was just surrounded by uh, positive, Posi- yeah, 
role models, positive role models, making a difference in our community, volunteering our time in our community. Uh, so, so that helped me now back to my buddy, uh, little boy, rest in peace. Um, he, he chose a different route, Mm. right? So he chose the gang life and that didn't make him a bad person. Right. You know, he was, he was still my, he was still my best friend and he was still my buddy. And, and we, uh, we, we would, I remember specifically we got into an, an altercation. We got into a, a, a physical fight. You and him. You, me, me and my best bud, right? It happens. And uh, the motivation behind it was that he was having to almost protect me mm. from from the other gang members, right? By saying that I wasn't a quote unquote rat or uh another got you another yeah, yeah. term that they use for police officers big yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i could tell you didn't want to say it. <laughs> you know so so bro he, by the way if you have me on you got you, you run a risk of me you know slipping a little bit oh sorry, no sorry, i love sorry, you brother sorry. that's that <laughs> <laughs> you do you for sure uh okay so so he was sort of like saying, nah, man, like this is this is Clement that we're talking about. He's good. Yeah. He's good, right? Uh so I remember telling him, You don't have to do this for me, right? I can I can speak for myself and mm-hmm. I can defend myself, right? When you're 13, 14, you know, you you kind of have that that yeah. that mentality, right? And by that time I was already in the Jeopardy boxing program as well. Right. So your boy, you were doing good, yeah. Your boy knew he had some hands, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get them combos. So anyhow, I remember uh, him saying, "Well, it doesn't matter if you need me or not. I'm still gonna do this, you know." And and, and it got heated, and and we got into it, and uh, and, and I remember maybe uh, two three hours later, you know, uh, I. I went back and I looked for him and he came out and, you know, and I apologized and he apologized and we hugged it out. And, and, you know, that was normal. Right. You know, growing up in that environment, I remember even though I wasn't part of the gang, everybody knew me. We all grew up together. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so whenever somebody. There's all, there's always that element of. Yeah, you know, there's there's like a, a a line, right, where it's like, yeah, we're homies, and sometimes you may have to cross that line. Uh, as far as having to roll with the homies occasionally, and then there's times where you're like, no, I'm not rolling on this one, kind of thing. What, what did you they, ever have to do that? Well, they no, they knew me enough, and I think it was in part by uh by my my buddy Little Moy and others that protected me. That mm-hmm. said. Don't even ask him. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah. So 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 I'm I'm super grateful uh, that I had him in my life because uh, I felt that's good, man. They didn't ask you to, hey, you know, you got we, we need your help. Right. <laughs> for right right putting now, some work. Or... Now, now I was approached. <laughs> this is this is this is gonna sound crazy, uh, but if if you didn't grow up in that environment, you're not gonna yeah, get it right? right. Right. But I was used by a look lot, out a lot of no 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 <laughs> a lot of a lot of the a, a, a lot of the the homies right 
would would use uh, me for, okay, you've initiated into the the gang, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you think you're tough, right? Let's let's have you oh, fight, fight with Clemente. Clemente. Got you, right? Yeah, because you could box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so so they had to prove if they were down by boxing you, <laughs> right? Right. And you can't say no. Yeah. You you can't say no to that, right? That was I f- I feel like that was my contribution. <laughs> contribution <laughs> yeah. to the hood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, I used to say this with uh, ignorant pride and. Mm. And now that I that I turned my life over to Christ, I know that it was definitely the wrong thing to do. Hmm. Uh, but over a hundred fights, over a hundred fights, brother, can you believe that? Wow, fist fights. Yeah, never lost one. Wow, not even close. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I Clement, think they got them hands. No, you know what? You know what it is. If it, need be. It, no, no, no. Anybody. <laughs> That's that can get it, can get it. No, I'm just kidding. Go anybody ahead. that that's that's ever studied, you know, right. martial arts right. or, or boxing, you avoid it. You avoid it, but you know that most people don't, don't know. know. Right? They don't know how to fight. No, yeah, not at all, not at all. So it wasn't like I was going up against top-notch competition right, either, right? right? right. <laughs> but <laughs> they usually just put their head down, just start swinging arms. Oh, huh? uh, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but you know what? Uh, I'm super grateful for um, all those experiences. Yeah. Right. Um, when uh, so 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 going back to having a choice, right? Uh, just to, just to finish off on 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 my uh, on my brother, rest in peace, uh, little boy. Little boy. He he chose that that lifestyle, and, and unfortunately, his life was cut short. Mm. Uh, um. You know, and uh, part of me wishes that uh, I had convinced him to, you know, to to avoid the that 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 path. You know, but again, I think um, I think that it, it it's all part of God's plan. You know, and 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 his life had to go the way it went, right? Yeah, and. And uh, again, I'm 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 super grateful. But there was a lot. There was a lot of friends, a lot of kids that unfortunately lost their lives. That unfortunately, <laughs> that 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 unfortunately, uh, you know that that never uh, they never had the opportunity. Yeah, you know they got, they got cut short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, either in prison or in. Uh, or dead, yeah. you know, and and, uh, and I feel very blessed and fortunate mm. to not only come out of that environment, right? Because a lot of a lot of the times, Josh, generations get stuck there, mm-hmm. right? Kids start having kids, right? Growing up in that environment, and then their kids stay there, right? And you don't know any different, mm. right? All you know is the hood life that environment yeah that's all you know right uh and it goes from the um food stamps and you know food stamps and uh and um 
other uh, other uh, uh, benefits, right? And people just, I think, get comfortable. You with get it. comfortable, right? And this is all I need to mm. survive. Yeah, right. Um, but that's not what God wants for us. God wants us to to be like Him, right? So now, as I'm, you know, north of north of forty. Right. I've realized that everything that's happened in my life has happened for a reason and has brought me here today on this show to be able to share with the listeners, with mm-hmm. you, with with anybody that's willing to to listen, that it doesn't matter how you grew up or where you grew up Uh you know, if your parents were together or if they weren't or, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody has a background. What matters is that God never leaves us. God is always there next to us. Uh, just waiting for us to reach out to him, waiting for us to uh, acknowledge him, extend our, our hand, ask his Holy Spirit to live inside of us. So, Josh, I, I want to get some uh, some of your thoughts on on how people have choices, right? And we can either grow up bitter on being a victim of our of our circumstances, or we can be a victor. Mm. We can be a champion, and we can. And we can live the life that God promised to us. What are some of your thoughts, some of your experiences? Wow, that that's um, thanks for sharing that story. By the way, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, down to the very practical. I mean, every day, you know, I believe you have a choice to be happy or not. You know, even even your own, you know, happiness, your own mental health. Like today, I choose to be happy. Today, I choose to be grateful. You know, even even right now, right? We're on quarantine, we're on lockdown. Like people are I, I've been talking to people and people are going crazy. They're just losing it. They're they're worried, number one. They're scared. They're they're afraid. They're getting anxious. People are getting depressed. And as somebody who who deals with that myself, I know that I have to fight to choose, you know, to be, like you're saying, of a, a, a victor as opposed to a victim the more you start to look at all the bad things and the circumstances and you just begin to harp on them, begin to think on them and they become your thoughts, become your actions. And it just like becomes part of you. That's why it's like so important for me to choose to get up and like, okay, today I'm grateful. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pray. I'm going to read, um, enjoy the very beautiful things, the small things that God has given us. Find peace and and happiness in those things you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like man we're still so blessed and lucky you know like we're still you know we're, we're home we have houses to, to be quarantined in we have food i know some people are struggling but there's help you know there's 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 definitely help there's people who are willing to help so yeah i mean for me um it, it's down to the everyday little choices you know to be that victor as opposed to that victim no that's awesome brother i think you you bring up an excellent point in um 
dealing with mental health, I know that um, a lot of us out there struggle, struggle with with depression and with a feeling of either I'm not good enough mm. or a feeling of of why me. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I think social media has has kind uh, kind of added to that. Just, absolutely. Just because, you know, people don't put don't post when they're struggling. Yeah. Right. People don't post all of the heartache, all of the everything that the pain. Yeah. 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 They only post the good stuff. And, and, and me too. It's not, it, you know, it's, it's all of us. I, I feel, you know, we're all, we're all, um, you know, wanting to, to, uh, to put out a good image to, in my case, to, uh, hope to inspire other people, right. Mm-hmm. That, that you can achieve, uh, uh, greatness, um, doesn't matter where you come from. And that was part of my conviction today to share a little bit about where I come from mm. as, as a hope that somebody that might've grown up in that environment could hear that message and could Be get inspired. inspired. Yeah. Get inspired to, to, to share your story. Everybody has an amazing story, right? Choose to be a victor. Yes. Choose. It's, it's, it's our God given gift. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you've shared, um, your, your journey on your show. I know you, I've, I've, you were on mine and we talked about it as far as being in the real estate business and you know, how all that came about. And, and I actually really liked the story that you failed your real estate exam Eight times. <laughs> Eight times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's encouraging to me because I'm actually trying to study that too. But dude, you would be amazing. I would love. Yeah. I would love to mentor you. And if- so, but that's encouraging to me because I suck at studying. I suck at like preparing for an exam. Like I love to read. I love to you know read and get knowledge and stuff. But if I'm preparing for an exam, I'm terrible. So you failing eight times is very inspiring and hopeful for me. <laughs> okay, so 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 here it goes. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give everybody uh, a little cheat cheat, right? Yeah. <laughs> so right. so I uh, I feel and by the way, for all the. Uh, Everybody learns different, right? There's right. there's audio learners, there's visual learners, right? Um, you know, people that uh, kinesthetic, right? They they have to touch uh, things in order to to learn. So everybody learns their own way. Uh, but as far as 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 myself, I'm I'm very much a visual. Uh, I don't know if you've if you've noticed, yeah. you know, whenever. Uh, I want to talk about something. I'll kind of look up at the corner and visualize mm-hmm. it in my head yeah, yeah. Of, of how I want it to, uh, to play out. Uh, but anyhow, back to the real estate exam. I was always the one that was trying to learn everything and the terminology. And it's just a lot to take in. <laughs> it's a lot. These it, are like old terms too, that we don't even use in our society, but they're a part of the real estate verbiage and and the exam so the first time you need a 70 percent to to take it the first time i took it i think it was like an old two or old three hmm. i got a 68 percent oh man just missed it so close yeah right <laughs> and then right away i took it again just because i felt i was i, I was so close it was right lower yeah it was lower like 65 yeah right uh 
and then I studied, you know, I didn't study enough though. Yeah. I, I I don't feel like I ever studied enough. Uh, I was in, I was an apprentice at the time. Uh, so I, so I felt like, um, maybe I didn't need it, you know, even though for sure you need it. If, if you're out there practicing real estate, um, either as a, a loan officer or a, or, or, or a realtor, you absolutely have to have that license. Make, make that your priority. Uh, but fast forward to, uh, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, when I got my, my license again, yeah. Um, a buddy of mine told me study questions and answers. That's it. Questions and answers. All the practice tests, questions, answers, questions, answers, questions, answers. Right. And when I did that, I was the first one out. I wow. finished like in 30 minutes. Jeez. I thought it was super easy. And I <laughs> knew that I had it. passed. Yeah. 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 So how that long, how long did you study the the, the quizzes? Uh, I would say about two weeks. Oh wow. Yeah. That's really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And not and not like super study hard, like maybe two, three hours a night. So just read the question and read the answer. Do you read the other the other possible answers? No, that, that just the answer. That'll confuse you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just the right just, answer. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be surprised at That's how, my problem was I've been reading all the other answers. No, no, no. In my head I'm like, okay, well, at least if I know if I see that, I know it's not that. No, no, that, that that'll throw you off. Yeah. Because they'll ask you the question. Uh, similar right uh, and they'll just change up a word, a or, word two. or two yeah but you'll be shocked and amazed at how many of the practice test questions are exactly the same mm. on the actual exam the state exam so a lot of it was memorization you mm-hmm. know a lot of it was just okay this oh i know th- i know that one i know that because because when it comes down to it you don't really need all that verbiage and information you need a good personality a good you know what i mean a good person a good hard-working agent that's gonna connect with your customers yeah you yeah. know i mean it's just it, it that's just the the fact to me you know i like if i if i'm gonna sell with somebody i want somebody that i feel comfortable with and i feel that they know what they're doing they're passionate about what they're doing i don't care if you know all these you know what all the uh, details? It's like, hey, are you gonna get me the best deal? Are you gonna get me? You know what I mean? What I want at, in my price range? Go to bat for me. That's how I feel. Right about it. No, that's absolutely right. I think, I think people once they know that you care about them, that you genuinely yeah. care about their, their, their families and their and their future and their right. success, then, uh, then, then that's all you need. Yeah, and and that work ethic, right, and building relationships with other real estate professionals. Um, I'm, uh, sometimes I'm amazed at how many, uh, other, uh, licensed agents, uh, don't sell anything, mm. right? Maybe one, two, three transactions a year. Wow. Right. I don't know how people can survive off of that. Um, but I think part of it is the, uh, the selfish mentality thinking that other, Realtors are competition when when we're not. Hmm. Everybody has their own center of influence. Everybody has, you know, uh, people that follow them, that trust them. Right? That's your clientele. That's yeah. that's your that's your base. Right? right? 
Um, you can have a specific area that you want to target, um, a specific neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, that you can market to. But if you're not rolling up your sleeves and knocking on doors and shaking hands mm-hmm. and meeting people, maybe not right now, right? <laughs> but uh, elbow bumps. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna succeed in any business. It's it's a relationship business. You need to create relationships, long, long lasting relationships. That's it. I think that's the key in life in general. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to be sold. Right. You know, people people only only uh, care when when they realize that you care. Once they realize that that you care, then then that's when it's. Uh, I think that's when sky's the limit, right? And mm-hmm. once you treat somebody with that, with that respect, then they're gonna refer you. Hundred percent, a thousand percent. You know, I I haven't cold called or door knocked. Uh, you did. I did. In, yeah, but I did. You don't have to now. I don't have to now. Right. Right. Um, but it is super important to pick up the phone. Yeah. And to get a hold of the people that you care for, right? Right. The, um, whether they're thinking about buying real estate or not you know i just you know i just want to know how you're doing mm. you know yeah and uh and if uh if you're a laker fan let's let's talk lakers yeah you know if you're if you're a dodger fans yeah. all day yeah, yeah, yeah let's talk dodgers <laughs> <you know? laughs> and if you're a giants fan well oh yeah okay let me be with you have you seen that meme going around with the social distancing and it has the Do- the Dodger logo and the World Series title? Uh, <laughs> social distancing way before it was cool. 2020, I, I think, is going to be a Dodgers year. Brother. Yeah, that's what Raider fans and Dodger fans say every year. <laughs> yeah, don't put me in that group with the Raider fans. God bless you, Raider fans. You guys all I'm not, uh, no, no, no. I, every everybody can root for whoever they want to root yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I think um, I think we're gonna we're gonna end it there, brother. Um, you know, I had a I had a really good time today, as as always. Um, any closing remarks on uh, on what we've discussed, uh, victim? Yeah, Victor. Um, be encouraged, man. Um use this time to better yourself. You know, a lot of us are, are on quarantine. We're, we're at home. We're just, you know, um, really not doing much. Use that time to get better, read a book, study, you know, if you want to do real estate, get a hold of, uh, some resources out there. Shoot us a message. I have something I can send you if, if you're, you know, if you really want it. Um, what's a good book that you would recommend? Well, I got my hands on, on, on some practice exams. As far as real estate goes, okay. As far as books, man, I love um, I love reading theology books. I love reading motivational stuff. Um, so yeah, grab a book, read, open it up. You know, take some take twenty minutes to go outside and just sit in the sun. We have sunlight right now. Just clear your head, clear your mind, meditate, pray. Uh, if you could give me one book that the listeners are going to walk away and say, man, thank you. Thank you for, for sharing wow. that. One book. Like what kind of book? I'll go first. Okay. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. If you want to mm. be in any type of sales, this is 
you absolutely have to have this book and not just read it once, twice, three times. Read this book consistently until you know all the different um, values that are required in order to be a successful entrepreneur salesperson. Um, I like to read it once a month, uh, but, you know, I would say, you know, if, if you could read it more, read it more. Man, that's you read that once a month? At a minimum. Wow. Yeah. That's that's really good. And I'm not a strong reader. Yeah. You do know? you listen to it or do you actually read it? No, I actually read it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, since since we're 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 on the entrepreneurial thing, the book that really changed my life, this was a long time ago, maybe fifteen year plus years ago, was Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki. So understanding the concept of being an employee, self-employed, an investor, and owning a business, um, that really changed everything for me. And it's such an easy read, It's too. an easy read, very easy read. Um, and it's an old book, and I think it's revised, but um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a great book. I would, Absolutely. I would definitely recommend that. 1,000% uh, agree with you on that one. All right. Uh, well, um, I just want to... Close out by thanking everybody. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please, please subscribe, um, share with your with your friends. Uh, um, you know, put it out on social media for us: Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you see our our post, share please, it. Yeah, please, please share it. Please share it. Uh, you know, and all we're doing is spreading a little bit of love, a little bit of light into this dark world. And hopefully we can inspire some people uh, to to do better. God bless, Josh. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Yeah, thanks for having me again. I'm looking forward to next week. Please comment um, on anything, any topics that you would like to discuss. We'll talk soon. All right. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>